Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to the Horse Hour podcast. You would have noticed lately we have some wonderful guests from the British Horse Society who are letting us into their world. And today we're joined by Tracy Castles, who is the British Horse Society fundraising director. How are you, Tracy? Really well, thank you. And I'm delighted to be having a chat with you today. Thank you. I feel like we've got backstage access, you know, like VIP treatment into the British Horse Society because you guys are really part of our heritage. You've been around for how many years? Uh, 71 this year. 71. Is there anybody there that can remember the first day or are connected to somebody from the, the first moment that the BHS started? I don't think there is, but we met a really lovely lady at Badminton last year who was one of our founder members. So she really does remember it. And she talked to us about the first time that we'd been charity of the year at Badminton. And she remembers helping build the course. So, I mean, it really was a sort of telling time to how much things had changed over, over that period. I can only imagine what it'd be like for her seeing the British Horse Society now and, and seeing all the great things that you've done to, to change our industry. She must be quite overwhelmed by it. She was, and we had a lovely lunch with her, and she sort of talked about the evolution of the society. She'd always remained a member and was really proud of, of where, where we've got to. Oh, that's lovely. So how did you get involved with the society? You know, I've been a member of BHS for years. I did my um, qualifications back in the 1980s, um, and I've always been a supporter. I think the work is quite remarkable. So when the opportunity came up to work for the BHS, it was just like a a a once-in-a-lifetime job opportunity. No-brainer. Well, we've all got an opinion, don't we? So we all want to have our opinion heard. (laughs) So how better than to actually work for the charity? Exactly. So your role then as fundraising director, um, what what kind of thing does that entail? Do you know, it is the most varied thing you could possibly imagine. So we have lots of different elements of our fundraising. We work quite a lot with various trusts who have um, funds that they can help support our project work. So that's one area. We also run quite a few events. So this year, we've got people jumping out of aeroplanes, doing skydives. We've got people taking part in the Windsor Half Marathon. And for the second year running, we've got our charity race at Newbury. So we're just recruiting 12 jockeys who will take part over the flat um, for a mile And they will do between six and eight months of really rigorous training. They have to pass a fitness test, which is very grueling. If if you're applying for a normal jockey license, you have to take this test and pass at 70%. 
and to be able to take part in the charity race, you have to be able to pass at 60%. So they're not far off the professional jockeys. Um, and we did have a couple fail last year when they first took it, but they went back to the drawing board, got themselves super fit. And one of the ladies who failed managed to do a four minute blank. I'm struggling currently with about wow. 30 seconds. So yeah. <laughs> hat off to them um yeah so that's a really exciting really exciting um it's a mixture really of members um some of our instructors and well anyone can apply obviously we'd like people to the members of the british horse society but it's, it's open to all and then we have a um application forms and we sift through those and try and find the appropriate people and then they have to go off and pass this grueling fitness test and also pass a riding test at either the British Racing School or the Northern Racing College. So the standards wow. are really, really high. Um, yeah, and, and not only that, it's in such an incredible experience just to go and spend the day at the jockey club, you know, and see what they do and how they work. I think it's amazing. So, so uh, yeah, are you I still mean, the, taking entries now? We are. We've, we've, um, we've got quite a lot through at the moment and we'll, we'll come to sift through them shortly. So, yeah, really exciting. The guys who did it last year were on such a high. I think it was, you know, probably one of the most memorable days of their lives and they'll, they'll always have it with them. Well, make sure you keep us up to date with uh, keep us updated with that. I'd love to see some videos of when the um, of when the race takes place. <laughs> We'd love to have some contempt to you. Oh God, no! I'm not brave enough to do anything like that. I just walk and trot, Tracy. <laughs> I'll go and watch. I'll, I'll have a flag for them at the end to say, you know, woo, congratulations, well done. And I'll send them off there on their way. But no, de- definitely not me. <laughs> come and watch this year and see if you can be inspired for next. Yeah, well, I, yeah, yeah. I, I'll come and watch, but I guarantee there's, um, there's absolutely no way I would be brave enough to get on a racehorse. I don't even ride thoroughbreds, you know. I am definitely a dressage girl. Um, <laughs> it doesn't gallop. <laughs> So, but but for people like me, you know, that it is exhilarating to watch and and to be part of it, and um, and actually, I, I'm so in, I am inspired by people like that that you know can be brave enough to train to get you know sixty percent is amazing. Um, again, I can't plank either, so uh, probably wouldn't be right for me. But, but it is lovely to go and watch and and to be still be part of it. Um, but then there for people like me that aren't that great, Tracy, you do have some other charity things that we can get involved in, don't you? Don't you? Isn't there Ride Out UK? I've heard a bit about this. Yeah, so um, we like to try and make sure that we've got a really broad reach to every all of our members. Um, we've got you know different people from different walks of life, so. We have a, a really lovely event called Ride Out UK, which this year is taking part from May through until October. And there's loads of things you can do. So we've got some organised rides which take part throughout the country. Um, we've got some on National Trust Estates, so you can have the opportunity to ride where you would never normally be able to gain access. We've also got some of our amazing committees um, who are based in every county in the country. And they're organising rides in their counties. And if people want to organise their own, they can get in touch with the British Horse Society and set their own ride up. But also for those that perhaps don't want to take part in, in that more structured ride, we are encouraging people to ride 70 kilometres and raise £70 for the British Horse Society um, all the way through from May to October. So that's a really nice thing perhaps to work out. You can plan your routes, work out where you're going to go and over what time period. So hopefully we've got something for everybody. 
Oh, it's amazing. So 70 kilometres then. So that's not all in one go, is it? Because we don't, you know, I think we don't even travel two miles in a hack, let alone, no. you know. People 70. would work it out. So they might set, them challenge, set themselves a challenge maybe um, to go off and do it over a week. Or they might decide to ride, you know, a few miles per day. So entirely up to the individual, but they can decide what their what their plan is going to be, and then encouraging encourage their friends to sponsor them to achieve this challenge. Mm. Well, I think I'd be wanting more money. I think I'd be wanting seven hundred pounds if I'm going to hack seventy kilometres. <laughs> I'll be saying to my friends, "This is a really long way. Seventy pounds isn't enough, <laughs> and I need a packed lunch well, no. and a coffee as well." Yep. Definitely. No, £70 is sort of a suggested amount. I mean, last year we had people who raised much more than that, which is brilliant because obviously all of this money that's being raised through Ride Out UK goes to help what we call, it's not the most exciting of titles, but our past for communities. And what that money is used for is to help keep mm. bridleways um, open and accessible. And we've got about 32,000 kilometres of bridleway in the UK. And much as we work very closely with the councils and landowners, sometimes our access committees um, do need to work quite hard to keep them open and keep them accessible. And we, you know, there are loads of different issues. Perhaps a gate has dropped off its hinges or the catch is not very easy to close um, or we've got erosion of the soil. So it's making the area really boggy and muddy. So we have a whole host of access teams who help to keep these routes open and it's really important for for people to be able to ride out in the countryside and enjoy the, the fabulous country that we live in. So mm. the money that people raise from Ride Out UK will help to support that really remarkable work that perhaps in some ways is maybe the unsung hero of the British Horse Society. We, we go out day in, day out and just expect our roots to be there. But um, behind the scenes, there's a whole host of people working really hard to make sure that those routes are available to everybody. And again, you know, we're ones to complain about our routes not being accessible, but then we don't do anything about it. So how can, you know, I saw a lovely post on Facebook the other day of a local community I'm I'm based down in Dorset and um, and I actually think they were from Wiltshire but they they went out and they cleared up all the rubbish there was a lot of overgrown um overgrown trees and things on a bridal way so they got a volunteer group together and they spent the day chopping all the trees down and just making it safe again making sure there's nothing on the ground for the horses to trip over and I thought oh, that's quite nice you know they're actually doing things themselves rather than just saying oh we can't go down there because it's blocked well, anyone that's that's got a particular issue with any any routes, um, they can get a hold of the British Horse Society, go to our access department, and they will either be able to put you in touch with the local groups who, who work um, or help you sort things out um, from, from the head office. So, yeah, get in touch. Any problems, just get in touch with BHS and we will always do all we can to um, rectify the situation. That's why I love you, because I kind of feel like you're my parent. You're the parent of the industry, <laughs> where you, you, I can pass on all the responsibility to you. Say, there you are, Tracy. These are my problems. Can you now fix them, please? Um, so yep. going back <laughs> going back to Ride Out UK, because I'm, I'm really keen to hear more about this, of how we can get involved, because many of us are, we love hacking. 
we love going out but we have this fear that our horse is going to go a little bit loopy if we go out on a sponsored ride or join other horses so in your experience if we're a bit nervous but we still maybe want to try it for the first time how would you suggest we we take part in this Okay, so as I said earlier, we've got we've got different rides. So what I would probably do if you're um, a little bit unsure is to try and find one that will be a little bit quieter. Um, you can speak to the organisers. They'll all be listed on the on the website, um, which is bhs.org.uk, and then forward slash bhs in your area, and it will give you an idea of what rides are available, the number of people that are likely to be taking part. Some of them will have limited numbers, which if you're inexperienced, might be the better option for you. And I think it sounds silly, but there's so much preparation that you can do beforehand. So when you're thinking about it, if you've got a nervous horse or you're a nervous rider, maybe try and pair up with somebody that's a bit more experienced, that's done this sort of thing before, and they they can sort of be your buddy and help you through it. So that would be definitely a, a piece of advice that I would really think about doing is is finding a partner to pair up with and and then they can hopefully help you um, through what will be a really enjoyable day but it's just sometimes having that person to give you that bit of extra confidence if you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural looking results was through surgery think again juvederm volux xc is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural looking results with little downtime even better this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment no maintenance required improve jawline definition for a smooth sculpted look with juvederm volux xc for important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you ready to pop the question the jewelers at blue have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds and they're ready to ship to your door go to blue and use promo code listen to get 50 dollars off your purchase of 500 dollars or more that's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Yeah, and to and to, to plan your route before. So I tend to send a friend of mine out first when we're trying new routes. So I don't yeah. try them. <laughs> I say, go on, off you go. You're brave. Try this route tomorrow and then let me know if it's okay. And if it is, I'll come with you. <laughs> 
tend to walk the dog when I'm doing something like that. I think, right, well, at least for the dog, I'm safe and I can work out if I'm actually get through and get around and where it's going. Because I wouldn't necessarily be the best map reader in the world. But um, with the yeah. dog, it's kind of a little bit easier. <laughs> or finding people that know the area really well. I'm so lucky where I live. I've got a lady who's lived in the same place for 60 years. And, you know, we, we can ride out for sort of two, three hours without barely seeing a road, which... I know we're incredibly lucky and she's got a, a sort of photographic memory about where everywhere is. So I, I tend to have really nice times with her and then try and memorise where the routes are. But um, mm. yeah, very fortunate. There you are very lucky. There's a few apps now, isn't there, that you can that can track your routes and you can download, I think they're cycling apps actually, or the OS map is quite good. And um, yeah. it tracks where you've gone so that then the next day you can go, oh, actually I went down there and, and it shows the bridal routes as well, the bridalways even on yeah, these um, OS maps, which you can get, you can and download we, to your phone. Yeah, and we've been doing some work with Huff, which is H-U-U-F-E, and uh, they have an app. So we're suggesting people might have a have a look at that when they're doing their um, Ride Out UK. Uh, it's free, and also there's a little button on there, so if there's any um, incidents that you want to report, you can, you can do that. So um, we're suggesting people have a look at that. Brilliant. Well, um, while you're doing your ride out then, if you don't want to listen to your buddy next door anymore, we've got a great hacking playlist for you to listen to, Tracy, which has got some awesome music. Ooh. So uh, maybe you could, you know, if you if you run out of conversation and you need a break, <laughs> you could be cantering through the forest listening to the Lloyd's TV advert, you know, music, imagining that you're on Black Beauty. <laughs> brilliant fantastic I, I do think it's a great idea and it gets us out and about more and I and I have to say the more that I've gone out with my horse which isn't much but you know we've had to move quite a few times over the last year so we've been trying different mm-hmm. routes and you know trying to take them out more um it builds your confidence and I remember my biggest fear was that I, it would be like going on a national hunt you know where we're going to be galloping round and it was all very scary because I'm petrified of things like that um but then (laughs) the more the more that we actually went out I realized he's actually not too fussed about other horses because you're going to canter for a bit once you get that first trot and canter out of the way they tend to chill out a little bit so I think we should do it so how, how do we find then your your ride out UK again can you remind us please yeah, so if you go onto the British Horse Society website, which is bhs.org.uk, and then the funny old slash thing, um, and then go to BHS in your area, um, that those um, all of the events that are on will be on there, and there'll be lots of useful tips about maybe what to do before you decide to go on one of the rides and who to get in touch with. And we have a whole team of regional staff who... They are so knowledgeable and so helpful. You could, you know, if, if in doubt, you can give them a ring and they will explain about the event and what you can expect. So I think what we always say to, to everyone is just pick up the phone. We're here to help and we're here to do anything we can to encourage people to enjoy their horses as much as they possibly can. Thank you, Tracy. I think it's very easy to forget that you're a charity um, because you you seem so big um, and you're everywhere and you're doing all these amazing things. I think sometimes we can get confused and think that you're a business, but ultimately you're not. You're, you're, you're a charity, which means that you still need support. 
because I often hear I was speaking to Alex the director of education the other day and um, mm. and, and I said to him I often hear on the sad side of things is oh well they get all this money from from membership um why do we need to raise more money so can you share the great things that you do and where this money's spent yeah so we do have membership income but I think for any organization you know the, the more you have the more you can do and there it seems like our, our job is is huge there's so much to do so, you know, I said earlier, we have 32,000 kilometres of bridleways that we need to keep open. But also, in 2026, which seems like a lifetime away at the moment, I know, but we've only got seven years until then. And we need to make sure that all of our bridleways are recorded. So there may be areas that I ride through every day. And, and to be fair, I probably haven't checked all of mine yet, which I do need to do. But if we don't make sure that our bridleways are recorded, then those routes will be lost forever and we'll never get them back. And I think in the UK, we are incredibly lucky to have the areas that we can ride in, but we need to protect those for the future. So there is a massive piece of work to do to make sure that all of our wonderful routes are recorded. And again, you can find out more information about that on the website or um, give Mark our director or Heather in the office a ring and they can tell you more but it's really important so when you next go out on a hack and you're riding along your bridleway go back and check the audience survey map and see if that route is on there because if it's not on there you can be sure it won't be recorded on the definitive map and it may be that by 2026 if we haven't done something about it you won't have anywhere to ride so that's kind of a, that's another piece of, of work that we're doing with access. And then you'll probably, I hope, well, I hope you're aware of our um, Dead Slow campaign, which is to encourage all road users to be respectful of one another. Sadly, this year, we've released our stats and we've had four people killed and 87 horses have died. Oh, that's horrific. Yeah, and we we do so much work to try and educate drivers, cyclists, all road users. Um, but unfortunately, it, it still happens. So that's almost a piece of work that I think we will go on with forever. Mm. Um, and it really is about people understanding that horses can be nervous. They're not an inanimate object. And, and we need to be very, very cautious and careful about how we deal with them on the roads. And that just, just brings us back in a, in a nice little circle as to why we need our bridleways, because we don't want to be on the roads. So we need to keep our bridleways open so that we can get off them as quickly as possible. Absolutely. I mean, I, I think we, we need the roads because unfortunately all of our bridleways don't link up. So we need to be able to ride safely on the roads and we need to, be, as I say, be respectful of other road users. Um, and we ask people to pass at 50 miles an hour to make sure that they give a, a good car's width um, between the horse and, and, and the car, and then to drive off slowly. And in fact, last year we did a, a really interesting piece of work and we developed um, some virtual reality film. Mm. And that was showing people, so you would put these goggles on, which um, are quite remarkable, and then you would feel like you're on a horse. So you'd be like a normal person that's never ridden before. You'd put these goggles on and you'd feel like you were the horse. And then the car would come past really close and really fast. And it would give you a, a, an absolute feeling of terror, actually. So it was taking those um, sets off. We had a great launch in Parliament and we were really chuffed to be able to do that and get our plight in front of ministers and be taken seriously. 
but then we've been around the country to lots of events where there are loads of drivers so we went to Goodwood for the um, festival and this year we're going to the TT races so constantly raising awareness about the need to pass horses um, with consideration and care so that that was a really great project. Um, what, a br- what a brilliant idea Tracy it's great to hear that you're yeah. doing this um, because ultimately yeah. it's the drivers that we need to get to we all we know as equestrians yeah. we understand that we need to be polite and we need to say thank you and we need to know the rules of the road when we're riding and the signals so that's why the BHS you do a great course don't you for people wanting to learn how to ride on the roads but ultimately we need yeah. to get to the the wider the wider vehicle the the wider driver audience so that they can actually feel what it's like to to be us and that we don't want to be in the way it's just we don't really have much of a choice no but i think where where the virtual reality film has been so good is it's trying to engage people because i don't know do you think the average road user really probably doesn't concern themselves too much about horse riders so it's trying to get to people without doing it in a shouty, you mustn't do this sort of a way, but trying to engage with them and make them realise, you know, what it can be like for that individual. So this has just been the most, I think, inspirational way of doing that because you're not going to events and saying, come and put these on, we don't want you to pass horses like this. It's kind of, have a look, see what it feels like. Um, and it mm. does give a, a really true sense so I think when we have these messages, it's getting them across in a way that doesn't put people's backs up, that you've got to try and work with people to, to make them understand. Um, and I think that's that's really, really key to the campaign. Mm. Oh, Tracy, thank you so much. Thank you for letting us into your world as fundraising director. And thank you for everything that you and the British Horse Society do to help us. Like I said, you are like our parent with um with the net underneath to catch us when we need help the most and uh, we're very grateful so if we'd like more information then we can head to the bh at uh, the website bhs.org.uk you can find all the information there and we can follow you on facebook and twitter i believe twitter is at british horse and facebook is at the british horse society thank you so much tracy enjoy the rest of your day thank you and hopefully you'll um, get out on a ride ride that uk event Oh, I will definitely. I'll be on the I'll be on the walk and trot slow plod one. <laughs> Excellent. Well, I'm sure you'll have a fabulous time. And if you need any help, give us a call. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. As always, you can catch all previous episodes of the Horse Hour podcast on our website. Just head to horsehour.co.uk or you can hit subscribe on iTunes and Acast. And if you're a subscriber, then every downloadable episode goes through to your mobile phone without you even having to do anything. So you never have to miss an episode again. Thank you for writing reviews. I really appreciate your feedback and love knowing how much you like Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.